What's up, everyone? Hopefully, you got a chance to check out the last episode just to help you with the rest of this week's streaming. And now we have to move on to week 20. As I told you, I've got some interesting streams for you and all the strats you need, okay? You know we gotta get the biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Two episodes in a row, my goodness, ah, oh, yeah, it feels, it feels right, and I feel uh, at one with, uh, you know, fantasy hockey, I, I don't know, I, 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 yeah, when I ad-lib, it, things go off the rails, and that's uh, what's going on right now, so let's, let's get to biz. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host of Fantasy NHL Today. My name is Blake Creamer. Please follow me on Twitter, at Blake Creamer, S-E. Yeah, and also we got a new Discord, all right? Um, It's in its infancy, so, you know, get your buns in there and just start talking, okay? Um, I've got the link in the show description. I've tweeted it out a couple times. I'm just going to keep bugging everybody because that's what I do, all right? I just keep bugging and bugging until something happens and then people start ignoring me, all right? That doesn't sound like a good plan for a successful podcast, but you know what? That's, That's where we're at with it, all right? So yeah, um, check out that Discord. We are trying to get it up started. I know it's a little late in the game, but you know we got fantasy playoffs coming up here, and people have questions. I've been fielding a lot of questions on Twitter, which I love. So keep them coming, please. I love that stuff. Um, but I just thought a Discord would be good because you know we can start talking to each other as well, and it's a super time. So uh, yeah, please join that Discord again. Link in the description as well. This is a sports ethos presentation. Thank you, Sports Ethos. Go to sportsethos.com for all your fantasy needs. They've got uh, basketball in full swing right now. Amazing content there. Amazing writers. And they have just released um, an MLB draft guide for the upcoming baseball season. Um, This is some premium stuff here for sure. And so you can get it. uh, There's like a month subscription. You can get month-to-month subscription. Uh, That's how I started out with Sports Ethos, to be honest. (laughs) I was a fan first. Because they just do amazing work. So, um, yeah, you can do a what's called a fantasy pass for a, a monthly fee. I think it's five bucks, something like that. Or you can just buy this MLB uh, draft guide. I think it's nine ninety nine. They're selling it for. It's totally worth it. The amount of work that went into it is insane. So you gotta you gotta check that out. Uh, but again, like I said, they got basketball, they got baseball going. You know, uh, when football starts up again, they got that going, and they got disc golf. I know I've talked about this man before, and I'm gonna do it again because he's a legend. And disc golf is the sport of the future. Let's be real about that. All right? Cool. Um, yeah, so this is our streaming show for week 20. It's not your average streaming show because we got to the playoffs coming up. So we have to start thinking about things a little bit differently. And I will get into all of that. I've got uh, lots of stuff to talk to you about. It might be a little bit of a long streaming show. Hopefully I can keep it under an hour. That's the plan. But before that, we got to talk about just a little bit of NHL news. My tiny little nipples went to France. Yeah, um, there are some, you know, some trades that are happening. I, I mentioned in the last episode, I'm doing another episode that I'm recording tomorrow night uh, on Saturday night, and that'll be with Mike Rogerson from the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And we're going to be discussing all the trades that have gone down. We're going to be looking at trade rumors and, you know, potential landing spots for players and fantasy implications. 
So I'm not going to go into trades too much, but you know, there was a big trade yesterday, so we got to talk about it. Dmitry Orlov and uh, Hathaway from the Washington Capitals were traded to the Boston Bruins for Craig Smith. And Minnesota got in there as well. <laughs> One thing you'll know about me when these trades come up, I, I don't, I'm not a big, um, you know, salary cap guy. Like I, I don't get into all that stuff. I'd rather focus on the players and valuing the players, not valuing them in real life with their contracts. That, that's just me, but it's important stuff. And uh, yeah, so that's why I got Mike on here tomorrow. Hopefully he's a little more well-versed than me. I'm almost positive that he is because he's a legend, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, so Minnesota got in there. I think they took some salary cap there. But anyways, Orlov and Hathaway on the Bruins. You know, I'm not going to talk about it too much because we are going to discuss that on tomorrow's show. But yeah, it's a, it's a great trade. The, the Bruins got their man. They wanted a D-man there and they picked up Orlov and, and he's a beauty. He can handle, uh, he can handle first pairing, second pairing minutes. No problem. Um, this guy's a beauty. It's, it's a great trade for the Bruins and, and Hathaway, man, this guy is like a, He's like the epitome of a fourth liner. This is what you want. Um, this, this, I was talking about him just yesterday. What a beefer he is with his hits. It's unbelievable. So Bruins are just that much more stacked. You know, we got the Rangers in the East as well. Talking about picking up Patrick Kane. What the hell is going on? Jeez. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> whoever comes out of the East is going to be, you know, lighting the world on fire. Um, but, you know, they got uh, some good teams in the West too. What are you going to do? Anyways, I'll talk about that trade more on tomorrow's show, kind of where they line up. To me, just uh, really quick, I'm not picking up either player, to be honest. Um, I need to see something first. I need to see what the deployment's going to be like, especially with Orlov. He's going to be the one you might look at. Um, Hathaway is just going to be a hit streamer. His role, I don't think, is going to change much on Boston uh, from what it was with Washington. But Orlov could get a look. I don't know. Is he going to get power play time? I doubt it. You know, maybe PP2, but... I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of deployment they're going to give him. They're stacked. They're stacked over there on the bees. So we'll see where he fits in. And then we'll talk about that more. Uh, next up, my man, Cole Perfetti. Monspaghetti. From the Winnipeg Jets. He's sidelined for eight weeks with an upper body injury. That sucks. Um, yeah, he had, a, he had a reasonable, you know, reasonable rookie season. I don't know. Yeah, he, he should be back. I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs. So hopefully... Um, yeah, it's, it's just rough. He was, he was, he started out kind of strong and then sort of, you know, tapered away. He's still getting some reasonable deployment, but yeah, that sucks for him, uh, especially in your rookie year, but hopefully he gets back in that eight week timeline so he can maybe get back in for some, some of the playoffs there. And next up the Pittsburgh Penguins waved Kaspari Kapanen. Wow. Yeah, this is an interesting move. Um, yeah, not like this guy was, was doing anything with, with the pens this year. You know, 20 points in 43 games. Uh, and then last season, he only had 32 points in 79 games. So it still was a little bit of a surprise, I think, though. But Kapanen really has, has been a non-factor since the first season that he arrived in Pittsburgh. I mean, in that season, he had 30 points in 40 games. He looked like he was going to be a, a steal for them. But, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise that they, they sent him down. But we'll see if he clears. We'll see where he ends up. I don't think he's going to be fantasy-relevant really moving forward, but, you know, depends on where he goes and what kind of motivation he has and what kind of deployment he gets. So, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, let's see where he lands. And then um, Spencer Knight, um, kind of in a surprise. Uh, yeah, he's out indefinitely after entering the NHL Player Assistance Program. So um, I read on Twitter that it's, it's not um, not an addiction issue. So, yeah, I just wish the best for Spencer Knight. That's, it, you know, I'm always glad when someone... 
you know, it sucks, obviously, for him and, and for his team, but I, I, I love the fact that he's seeking help. And hopefully, you know, I don't know anything about it, but the NHL Player Assistance Program, like, hopefully they, they get him what he needs, you know, to get healthy mentally just for his life. And then, you know, once that's settled, get back to playing some hockey because he's a beauty. But, uh, yeah, all the best to Spencer Knight. Um, Alex Lyon is now the backup in Florida. He might get some games, honestly, because Bobrovsky. What do you do, Bobrovsky? This sounds like a detective from an 80s sitcom. Hey, Bobrovsky! Well, McGonagall, Billy is dead. They slit his throat from ear to ear. Hey, I'm trying to eat lunch here. What do you do? I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm not well thought out. But yeah, anyways, Bobrovsky. Um, he's playing like garbage. Oh, man. Um, and, and I've talked about Bobrovsky at length. You know, this guy won a Vezina. It's insane. He gives up, you know, he, he'll go like every, every fourth or fifth game, he'll give up like seven goals. Like just, just like that. He doesn't care. He just, he just takes a night off. So yeah, Florida is rough this year, man. That I did not see that coming. It was a weird coaching change. I thought at the time and it just has not panned out. All their players are underachieving significantly and they overachieved last year. So find a middle ground boys. What are you doing? And then lastly, I just wanted to quickly mention um, Craig Berube, the head coach on St. Louis Blues, just talking some yang on his on his uh, you know his two stars there. Oh, stars is a bit of a you know air quote stars. Um, Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. Yeah, basically just saying they got no no urgency. They don't care about the team. Pretty harsh words. I mean, he was pissed for sure. And uh, yeah, Thomas responded. Basically said it couldn't be farther from the truth. And yeah, there's trouble in St. Louis for sure. Obviously, they're blowing up the team. They're, they're, you know, but they got these guys locked up long term. It's just, I, I always wonder why coaches go out and do this. Like, don't, don't air the dirty laundry in the public. You know, I, I know you're pissed, man. And, and, but it's just not a good look. Like, these guys are both locked up for eight years, buddy. So what does that mean for you? Are you, you're not really endearing yourself to, to these two players and not that it's his job to do that, but it's just not a good look. It's not a good look for St. Louis. So I don't know. Um, we'll see. So uh, St. Louis is in trouble. Obviously they're, they're, you know, garbage this year, but Thomas and Cairo, you, you, you can't just come out and say this crap, my man. I, I don't know what he's doing. But anyways, I just thought I'd mention that. I don't know how it's going to affect Thomas and Cairo moving forward. Honestly, um, it could decrease their value. Like St. Louis has a good playoff schedule, a fantasy playoff schedule anyway. Um, Kairou is obviously the the priority there, but, you know, Thomas is getting over 20 minutes a night, uh, most nights. He's just not doing much with it. So, yeah. Trouble in St. Lou, what are you going to do? All right. That's it for the news. That's all I wanted to mention. Now, let's talk about streaming strategies for week 20. All right, let's look at this week. How many games we got each day? What the heck is going on? This is an interesting week. I, I think it's a bit of a busy week. So let's take a look day by day in the week. Monday, we have five games. Tuesday, there are 10 games. So that's a busy Tuesday, heavy Tuesday. Heavy Tuesday. Uh, that's, that sounded like a, I was thinking Manic Monday, but then I sang Heavy Tuesday. It's, that's the way my brain works. I don't. You know, I can't explain it. Um, I need a team of people sort of just assessing me and, you know, seeing what's gone wrong. Anywho, five games on Monday, 10 games on Tuesday, six games on Wednesday, 10 games again on Thursday, and then five games on Friday. And then Saturday's your beefer as usual, 12 games, and then five games on Sunday. So 
Um, this week looks to me, it's very, it's very light and heavy, right? Hot and heavy. Uh, yeah, so the heavy, day, the heavy ga- days are heavy and the light games are light, you know? So it's a true streaming week. This is where, um, you know, your uh, lighter days are going to be very important uh, to maximize games because you might not be able to get players in on those heavy nights, right? So... Yeah, let's take a look. Um, first off, let's take a, take a look at some of the back-to-backs. Monday, Tuesday, back-to-backs. There are four teams that do that. Um, the Detroit Red Rings, obviously. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Ottawa Senators, and the Boston Bruins. They all play Monday, Tuesday, back-to-back. There's a, one team that plays Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back, and that's the Arizona Coyotes. There are three teams that play Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back. It's Dallas, Toronto, and the New York Rangers... Thursday, Friday, back-to-back, there's two teams that do that, Seattle and Montreal Canadiens. There are two teams that play the Friday-Saturday back-to-back. Lots of back-to-backs, holy man. Friday-Saturday, back-to-back, Edmonton Oilers and the Columbus Blue Jackets play that. Oh, sorry, three teams. Yeah, so Edmonton Oilers, Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Winnipeg Jets. There's three teams that play the Friday-Saturday back-to-back, and then there's three teams that play the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. Bring it home, baby! Detroit Red Wings, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Colorado Avalanche. Okay, so let's look at how these, uh, the how many games these teams all play. So this is an interesting week. We've got a five-game week for one team coming up here in Week 20, and that team is the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings, yeah, they got uh, five games this week. That's nice. Yeah, it's uh, this is going to be a tough week to get players in on the heavy days as I said so you know you, you really have to look at your rosters it's it's an it's going to be a strategic week for streams that's why this might be a little bit longer than it usually is because I want to get it right so anyways one team with five games that's Detroit there are 11 teams with four games and let's talk about those teams 11 teams with four games that's the Chicago Blackhawks the Ottawa Senators Boston Bruins Tampa Bay Lightning Dallas Stars Seattle Kraken Montreal Canadiens Arizona Coyotes, Colorado Avalanche, Edmonton Oilers, and the Vegas Golden Knights. And then there are three, uh, 17 teams with three games. I'm not going to mention all of those. And then there are three teams with only two games this week. That's the New York Islanders, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. So that is kind of how the week shakes out. Who's got the best schedule? We got to look at that. Now, I think a lot of people see a five-game week with Detroit, and they go, well, it's, it's got to be Detroit, right? They got five games. Wrong. All right? Well, it's, you know, <laughs> if you got room for a Detroit player, it's kind of nice. But, like I said, this week is going to be interesting. The heavy nights are heavy. The light games are light. Go figure. Anyways, to me, the best schedule this week is the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. They've got uh, four games, as we said, and they're all on off nights. So they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That is awesome. All right? So that's why I think Vegas has the best schedule. As I said, Detroit does have five, but only two off nights. And like I said, with a busy week, it might be hard to get those players in. So let's take a look at some Vegas players that you can pick up. All right? Your number one option on Vegas is going to be Riley Smith. Uh, He's going to be your number one. Um, one thing about Smith, his advanced stats are, are kind of mediocre, but I honestly think it's a safe pick. He's going to get his deployment, right? Um, he's got five assists in his last five games. He's on power play one and line two with uh, William Carlson and Mike Amadio. Amadio, Amadio. 
I hope that's how you say that man's name because it sounds cool. Um, yeah, Riley, it, it's not inspiring, honestly. But like I said, it's it's a, it's a safe pick, and you know he's he's rostered at forty three percent on Yahoo, so so you could get him. All right, so so definitely take a look there. So it's not inspiring, but this is a kind of a safe play, and I, and honestly, I think that's what we need right now. So close to the playoffs here, we don't really want to be taking big swings right now. We just want to tinker, okay? And uh, you know, I'm taking that phrase from uh, you know. Uh, Nate Groot Nibblink from Apples and Genos. I'm giving you credit, buddy. He talked about tinkering, and I agree. We want to just tinker, all right? We don't want to blow everything up. We just want to tinker, all right? And that's why I think, you know, Smith is a good pickup just because, you know, it's not a big swing, but it's it's safe, and his floor is really solid. Um, Carlson, William Carlson's in the same tier here. Honestly, both are rosterable for this week. And also, I've had a few people talk to me about Chandler Stevenson. I think, you know, he is rostered at 73%, I believe. You know, 72%, sorry. Jonathan Marcheseau as well, 73%. Like, those guys should be added this week, I think. Um, you know, they have pretty decent deployment. Chandler Stevenson's right now, he's, he's rocking the third line, but he still has power play one. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau is on the second line, and he's rocking power play one. And they both have, like, Chandler Stevenson has triple eligibility. Center, left wing, right wing, and Marcheseau has left wing, right wing. So, he... Although it won't even matter because they're on your they're on your light days, but either way, they they've got that eligibility. They're good players. They they should be rostered at this point. So those are the guys I would look at. And if you're in a deep league too, um, as far as advanced stats go, how about this advanced stats, darling? William Carrier. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying go out and roster William Carrier, but as far as the advanced statistics go, man, this guy he gets. You know, he's putting a ton of shots on net per 60, so his rate stats are insane. Um, very high. He, he's like an Arthur Kaliev, Oliver Wallstrom, you know, one of, one of these type of guys. Like, he gets limited minutes, but he does a lot with those minutes. And to be honest, he's got four points in the last five games, so that, that's not terrible. He puts a ton of shots on the board. He hits. You know, he's, he gets his rate stats for scoring chances, and Corsi 4 are very good as well. So, William Carrier, don't look past him. I mean, if, you know, if, if Vegas players start to dry up because they do have a good schedule this week, that's someone you can, can target, all right? So, again, that's what we got to say about Vegas. Let's talk about some perif streamers you can do on Vegas as well, all right? These ones are definitely more available. Um, so, the ones you're looking for here... I think your, your top guy for perifs is going to be Braden McNabb. He's a beauty. He gets a ton of deployment. He's a shutdown D. This guy hits and blocks like a, like a Mack truck. He's a, he's a beauty. I've had him a few times um, on my team, and I love it. Um, I also roster Alec Martinez in one of my teams because he's just a he's the block master. He's got 168 blocks on the season. Sheesh. Buddy, yeah, I mean, <laughs> how to be, you know, I play hockey, and I try it, it mentally – I try to get in front of the puck, but it, if something happens. My body just, it, it changes its mind at the last minute. You know what I mean? I get in front. I'm trying to block it, but something happens. I don't know. Subconsciously, my body's protecting itself. I can see that Alec Martinez does not have that problem. All right? He just gets out there. He doesn't care. So, yeah, that, that's someone I, I think Alec Martinez could, is definitely going to be a valuable player in Cats Leagues for sure. He's, he's not going to get you any points. He doesn't really shoot, and he doesn't hit. So, you know, Alec Martinez is a Cats League guy only, I would say. Braden McNabb can, can get a bit more. He gets hits and blocks, and he shoots a little bit more. So, 
Anyways, those are the guys I'm looking at. And again, I'll even go further. Deep league, and I'm going back to, to points here. Paul Cotter, um, he is playing on the top line. I forgot to mention him, but he's getting reasonable deployment. He shoots, he hits reasonably well. So, um, yeah, and he's playing with Jack Eichel. So that that's someone, again, deep, deep leagues. You, you don't go out and roster Paul Carter, but, you know, if Vegas starts drying up, you could do worse, I think. All right? So that's what I got to say about Vegas. Let's move on to the next best schedules here, okay? And the, the, there's four teams kind of in this next tier here, and I'm going to rate them in order for streamers, all right? So next best to me is Colorado Avalanche, followed by the Arizona Coyotes, followed by the Detroit Red Wings with their five-game week, followed by the Edmonton Oilers, all right? In that order for streamers. All right, so let's, I'll, I'll give my reasoning for that, but let's look at Colorado first, okay? Um, Colorado has four games and they have three off nights, right? So they play Monday, Wednesday, and then they play a back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. So, you know, they're playing three of those games on off nights. Let me show you some of these amazing players, actually, that are available on Colorado. You've got, uh, I've talked about these guys before. If you listen to my last podcast, I, I mentioned these players and why I think Colorado is a really important streaming team come playoff time. But you're looking at, so these players here are, are you know, they're rostered in, you know, just under 70%. So they're probably not available, but if they are, you got to pick them up. And the players I'm talking about are Valerie Nechuskin. He's rostered at 69%. Nice. Arturi Lekkonen, he's rostered at 68%. And Bowen Byram, he's 64%. So I'm mentioning those players. I'm sure they're probably rostered right now, but... You need to make sure. You need to go and look, and if those three players are on your waiver wire, pick them up, all right? ASAP. Um, yeah, and in that in that order, honestly, I would say Nechuskin first, then Lekin, and then uh, Bowen Byram. That's how you do, all right? But let's look at the streamers that you might actually be able to get, all right? They have some amazing streamers on that end as well. So the main guy I am, I am looking to get you to pick up is JT Comfer. He's center right wing eligible on Yahoo. He's rostered at 33%, so he's out there, right? This guy is on a heater. He's crushing right now. So last three games, uh, eight points in three games. He's he's playing usually over 20 minutes a night. He played over 20 minutes a night again tonight. Goal and an assist in a 5-1 win over Winnipeg. Three shots on goal, one hit, two blocks. Bang! Um, yeah, JT Confer right now is centering... Uh, Evan Rodriguez and Miko Rantanen. So that is nice deployment. He's also on the power play. I think this is the guy. This is the guy I would definitely prioritize this week. Um, you know, if you're not going to go with a Vegas player, JT Confer, get him in your lineup. All right. And then moving further down the list here, Samuel Gerard. This is a guy who's picked up his game big time since uh, Kale McCarr has been out. He's only 32% rostered, right? But he's got uh, five points in his last five games, all assists, but you know, 24 minutes a night, pretty much getting you reasonable perifs as well, but he's kind of taking over for um, Kale McCarr. You know, he's getting some offensive load there, and that's, I, I like to see it, right? Him and Devin Taves are the ones sort of getting that look. Devin? <laughs> what are you doing here? Sam Gerrard, Bowen Byram both play on the second power play, where Devin Taves uh, plays on the first power play. But he's going to be rostered most likely, okay? But let's look at what else. 
Speaking of, Evan Rodriguez, this is, uh, to me, you got JT Confer, who I would prioritize, and and Samuel Gerard, who I would go next, and then Evan Rodriguez. Evan Rodriguez is basically an advanced stats darling. Um, this guy, his shots per 60 are crazy. He gets a ton of Corsi 4 per 60, and he's getting a lot of scoring chances 4 per 60. So Evan Rodriguez still getting... Um, Reasonable deployment on that second line. Um, to me, Evan Rodriguez, I've said this before, this is the guy who's going to be the odd man out when Gabriel Landeskog comes back. I think the rest is going to be solid, but Landy is going to come back and bump Evan Rodriguez down to the third or fourth line. And that's fine. I mean, that's the kind of depth they have here in Colorado. Um, it's interesting to me, Colorado is eighth in the conference. They're, they're hanging on there, but they've got games at hand on uh, the team below them. So, yeah, and they're cooking right now. I think they're four wins in the last five games. And they're just crushing teams. Like, um, the offense is clicking big time. So it's really important, I think, you go out and pick up some of these Colorado players. And then really, again, deep leagues, you're looking at Alex Newhook, um, you know, Josh Manson maybe. So th- those are the players, you know, Josh Manson's for for deep riffs only. And then Newhook could get you the occasional goal. And, and he shoots pretty well as well, so. Anyways, that those are the players from Colorado, and I'm going to go into a little bit of strategy at the end of the episode. So you, you got to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm going to give you all my reasoning behind some of these players, and, and I'm going to talk about setting you up for your fantasy playoffs, which I think is pretty dang important, all right? Next up, we got to talk about Arizona. It's the team that fantasy managers forgot. There is some amazing streamers on this team, and you got to go pick them up, all right? So Arizona has... Four games uh, this week, as I said, and they've got three off nights as well. They have a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. Then they play Friday and Sunday. So that's a nice little schedule. Let's look at some of the players they got. You got to go pick up Nick Schmaltz. I love this man. He's 33% rostered. He's center right wing eligible on Yahoo, and he's he's just eating minutes for breakfast. He doesn't care. Um, yeah, look at these last five games, 24 minutes, 14 seconds, 23, 16, 20, 15, 21, 45, and, uh, 20, 39. Awesome stuff. He's got three goals in his last five games. He's just going to bludgeon his way to counting stats, right? Like I, I looked into some of Nick Schmaltz advanced stats and you know, they're not super inspiring, but with that kind of deployment and top line, top power play, he's going to get um, you know, he's going to get his share of points and, and put up a few perifs too. He shoots, actually, what am I talking about perifs? His shots he'll give you. Hits and blocks? Nah, I don't think so. Nah, he doesn't do that. Nicky's a nice guy, all right? He, he doesn't mess around. Um, so yeah, Nick Schmaltz is there. Uh, Shane Gossespierre has been back now for a couple games, so he's just kind of getting back into the swing of things. You got to roster him. I think he's got to be rostered for this week. Go pick up Shane Gossespierre. He's going to be back on top power play, all that stuff. You know, he was looking good before he got injured, uh, and I think he's going to be good again. Uh, next, I would say Barrett Hayton. This is a guy who his advanced stats do look good. He's putting lots of shots uh, per 60. His rate stats are good. Sorry, shots per 60. Corsi 4 per 60. Scoring chances 4 per 60. This guy's lighting it up. Um, it's not equaling, you know, really production on the ice, but his minutes are strong. He's got two points in the last five games. Uh, the only issue with Barrett Hayton is he's center only. So, you know, the good thing is they have three off nights, right? But you, you got to take that into consideration, right? I also like um, Lawson Krause. He's left wing, right wing. He's 15% rostered and he's a beefer. Yeah, this guy hits. Um, I love it. He's got uh, 104 shots on the season, 131 hits. I love that. Get the biz, man. Um, yeah, and his, his deployment is decent as well. 
I think he's he's definitely rosterable this week. And then the last guy I want to mention is Yuso Valamaki. He's still getting some good deployment. And, he, you know, he's got two points in his last five games. But, you know, he had a three-game streak where he had uh, six six assists in, in three games. So he's getting a look on the power play. Yeah, I just like the player. I think they're giving him a, a good look. And, and you know, you got to watch and see how they're going to deploy Valamaki and Shane Goss's bear together. Who's going to get the minutes uh, on the power play? Right now, it's Valamaki and Goss's bears on power play too. That's what they're doing. And I like it. All right, I got Valamaki on three teams. I went Valamaki crazy and I love it. So that's really it for Arizona. I mean, you know, if you if you want um, if you want perifs like hit streamer Jack McBain. Oh my God, McBain! Um, yeah, Jack McBain. This man's just crushing people. Two hundred two hits on the season. Sheesh. Um, yeah, so you could pick him up. Uh, you know, Nick Ritchie is there. Um, Lawson Kraus again. I think is your guy. I, that's the best one, really. If you're gonna if you're trying to get someone for a cats league. But let's move on. Those are your Arizona streamers. Let's go on to Detroit. That's the next one we're talking about. And yeah, obviously they've got that five-game schedule. And they do have some decent streamers. So let's take a look. I think, I think the guy you got to grab is, is going to be Tyler Bertuzzi. He's left-wing, right-wing eligible. 24% rostered on Yahoo. And... He's just a good-looking man. Let's let's agree on that. Um, but he's getting top-line deployment with Dylan Larkin and Dominic Kubalik. He's getting minutes. He's got five points in his last five games. Yeah, I think things are trending up for Tyler Bertuzzi. He's also on the top power play. I think that's your guy. If you can go out and get um, Tyler Bertuzzi and you can fit him into those games, right? Um Imagine you get five games out of Tyler Bertuzzi. That's going to be a nice week. He's he's not going to go 0 for 5, I don't think. He's going to put up some points. He's definitely going to put up, you know, uh, probably some perifs and, and some other things. Like Tyler Bertuzzi, he hits okay. He shoots okay. So, um, yeah, I think this is a guy you got to get on your roster. And hopefully they might even lean into him a little bit more here. Um, next up on that list is going to be David Perron. Ew, David. He's back kind of playing decently. He's got five points in his last five games. All assists. But he's shooting well. Obviously, he's he's most likely going to get you some power play points. That's what he does, right? And, yeah, I actually like the player. I remember, um, you know, Canucks played St. Louis in the playoffs, and this guy was just, he was all over the ice. He was St. Louis's best player, and I, I've definitely respected him ever since that. I know he hasn't had his best, really, in Detroit, but, you know, it's a long season. He's an older guy, and, um, yeah, I think he's going to be a big part of their team. If they do make the playoffs, he's, he's got to be playing well. So this is going to be a big week for Detroit just in, in actuality in, in the NHL. You can also go Dominic Kubalik, I think, would be the next guy I get. Uh, Robbie Fabry, you know, he had his little time in the sun. That's kind of fallen off. He's gone two games without a point. Um, a little dark horse here. I like Michael Rasmussen. I've talked about this player before. Yeah, he had a goal and assist his last game. Only 12 minutes deployment, which stinks. But he does other things. He shoots, he hits, he blocks. He Julians! Uh, yeah, and he's got a nice mustache. So I like uh, Michael Rasmussen. The, uh, these players are going to dry up quick, I think, just because I think people, I'm telling you, Vegas is, has the best schedule, but I think a lot of people are going to be like, Detroit, five games, let's pick them all up, you know? And uh, I don't know if that's the right move, to be honest. I think Colorado and Arizona and definitely Vegas have better schedules for Week 20. 
so that's I'll talk. That's the last I'll talk about him. You could also get Andrew Kopp, and I'll even throw uh, Yaka Verana in there. But I, I Verana is to me. I, I I just don't have any confidence in in what Verana is doing right now. They're they're not prioritizing him. You know, he's had two games, eleven thirty and twelve thirty uh, ice time in those games. Really, not much. He, you know, he's playing with Robbie Fabry, and he's getting a little power play time, but. I'm just I, I don't think that he's in the plans here in Detroit, and I don't think we're gonna see the, the Yakavrana that we saw when he first got there. That's my two cents. I'm I'm not picking up Yakavrana. Maybe this week. I don't know if you can fit him in, but I think there's so many better streamers out there. All right, let's talk about uh, just quickly the perifs guys you can pick up. How about Ben Shiarit? Yeah. Um yeah, he's a beauty. He actually, you can pick up some points here and there, but yeah, hits and blocks, that's what he's doing for you. Um, Michael Rasmussen, again, hits, shots, big time. Love that. So if, if you're looking for perifs, you can do that. And, and Dominic Kubalik, actually, he, he shoots quite a bit. Um, and doesn't he, he doesn't shy away from hits. So Kubalik is a nice, is a nice cat, uh, Cats League pickup as well. So let's move on. That's all we got for Detroit. You know, they got other players, but who the hell cares? I'm just kidding. Don't, uh, yeah, I'm not serious about that. You know, they got lots of good players. Anywho, let's move on. Uh, Lastly, Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton does not have good streaming. To me, um, we've talked about this before. Like, obviously, their their best players are rostered. You're not going to get any of those. So, I mean, you could pick up Evan Bouchard if he's out there, right? But this is the 15-minute man. He's a defenseman playing 15 minutes a game. It sucks. Um, you know, so, but he's obviously has access to a lot of good players. He shoots very well for a defenseman. He hits decently as well. So, you know, uh, you, you could do worse, honestly, but I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not into it. I think if I was to pick up a player on Edmonton, it'd probably be Jesse Pugliarvi or maybe Kyler Yamamoto. I don't know. Clint Costin, if he gets healthy again, maybe, you know, nah, he's not getting any deployment. I'm not into it. You know what I mean? Ryan McLeod, yeah, like, you hear what I'm talking about here? Like, yeah, Edmonton just really not a great streaming team, but uh, yeah, that's why they're fourth on this list, but again, they, Edmonton has uh, four games on with three off nights, they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and then Saturday, so yeah, it's, it's kind of in a pinch it'll do, right? Then we're just talking schedules right now. So, uh, the next best to me are the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils, both with three games uh, next week and all three on off nights. Okay, and, and again, the, the reason I'm going here, there are other teams that have four games, but I think Carolina and New Jersey need to be prioritized over top of those teams because of the off nights that they have. And they have some decent streamers. Um, I'm not going to go into uh, kind of like I did there with all the streamers, but Dawson Mercer, this is a guy you got to take a look at. He's obviously playing out of his mind right now. He's getting a crazy amount of deployment and points. So I think Mercer is a guy that I would feel very comfortable picking up. I, I you know, he's he's on a bender right now. He's on a heater. He's killing it. So go pick up Dawson Mercer if you're looking to to, to go New Jersey's way. And then for Carolina, you 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 got to make sure Toy Volterravine is rostered, right? I know I've talked about this guy before. He's having a down season, but uh, Carolina has those three off games, and he you know he's getting some good deployment. He's getting some options there uh sorry some opportunities offensively and then Seth Jarvis Seth Jarvis is killing he's doing very well right now um I think he's a solid stream I talked about him yesterday and uh, I'll definitely say it again you know he's getting a great deployment with 
Sebastian Ajo and Toivo Teravainen, and he's finally starting to capitalize. And I, I love to see it because this is a guy that a lot of people called for uh, to have a bigger season, and it just didn't happen, right? So, and he's only 33% rostered. And if you look at his last few games, dang, you know, four games ago he had a hat trick, so he's got five goals, two assists in four games. That's that's nice. All right, thanks. Where were you at the beginning of the season, you ding dong? What the fuck? God, it's fine. All right, Seth Jarvis is back, and we're loving it. And uh, yeah, if you want some uh, defenseman there stuff, you can get Brady Shea. He's a okay. All right, and then uh, Perifs and stuff for Carolina. You can get Jordan Stahl. I, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. I don't even care. All right. Well, while we're doing that, why don't we just go into New Jersey here and just talk a little bit about New Jersey? I told you, um, you know, their best players are rostered, uh, but Dawson Mercer is only 24% rostered. So I think you got to get him. He's center, uh, right wing eligible. Go pick him up. Uh, you want defenseman perifs. You can get Ryan Graves. He's only 25%. He shoots and he blocks. And he'll get some decent hits. A guy that I'm a little bit down on now, who I was I was a little bit excited about um, for a little while, was Andre Palat. And he's just, he's just really kind of fallen off a cliff. He's not doing much. Um, you know, he's got zero points in his last five games. Not really doing anything. His deployment's not good 15 minutes and under so you know I would kind of he's not really a a good one that I'm looking at but you know like I said he he gets reasonable deployment with good players but I think there's many better streamers out there and you can always go pick up Miles Wood that left winger Um, he's only two percent rostered but this this is a guy like William Carrier right he has amazing advanced stats he just doesn't get the deployment right so I don't know take it for what it's worth Miles Wood You're looking good. All right, moving on. We're almost done for these good schedules here. So um, the last ones I want to talk about are Dallas Stars, Montreal Canadiens, and the Seattle Kraken. They all have four games with two off nights. So that might work as well. I'm not going to go into their exact schedules, but let's look at some players there. Who are you picking up on Dallas? Um, Yeah, they have been ice cold lately, uh, offensively anyway. Sheesh. So, you know, nothing really too exciting here. You're, you're basically looking at um, Mason Marchment. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, this has been a disappointing player for sure. Zero points in his last five games. Not great deployment, so I don't know. Uh, Dallas will figure it out. They're a good team. They're too good f- to, to keep kind of, you know, farting around like this. So, I, I, you know, Mason Marchment, he's left wing, right wing. You, you could fit him in. Um, the only other one I would mention here is Denis Gurionov, but his deployment is terrible. Um, you know, he's an offensive player too. They, he's just, he, I think he's done something on the team there. They, they aren't too stoked on him. He's not really getting prioritized in any capacity. So, um, yeah, I, those, those are the two I would look at. And if you want bangs, Yanni Hockenpah. Oh, yeah. Love that man, that Viking, that, that beastly man, that uh, beautifully bearded Yanni Hockenpah. Go get him if he needs some perifs. He's a, he's a great player. He does that. And uh, he's actually put some points up on the board this, this season. I, well, what am I talking about? He has one, it's like one goal in his last 10, probably more than that. I don't even know. Good name, though, right? He's going on the all-name team. I am going to be doing an all-name team episode here at some point, uh, you know, when there's nothing important to talk about. That's, I'm going to wait for that. I'll, I'll do you that favor, but uh, it's something I have to do for me, all right? Anyways, that's Dallas. Let's look at Montreal. Montreal has some interesting options. I mean, 
you, you might be able to get Nick Suzuki. He, he's only 54% rostered, and, and for good reason. This guy's been playing like junk. Um, you know, three points in his last two games, though, that's not terrible. Um, this is another guy that's just going to bludgeon his way to statistics. Um, and he definitely needed Cole Caulfield to, to sort of make this season work for him. And even then, you know, his advanced numbers were never great. Um, yeah, it, it's... It's rough to see. I mean, you know, the Canadians have been a dumpster fire this year, but they, they've kind of been coming through it and, and playing playing better as of late. So, I don't know. Suzuki's out there if you want to grab him. Kirby Dock is 24% rostered as well. You can get him. Kirby, 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 that's the name you should know. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. How about Raphael Harvey Pinard? RHP. What the hell is this man doing? Yeah, this is, he's got three points in his last five. He's, he's putting up some decent numbers on the top line. I never heard of this man before this year, so there you go. Um, that's kind of what's going on in Montreal, but those are the guys that are available there. And then Seattle, basically the whole team. I'm not going to go into Seattle right now because I don't think it's a team that you should really prioritize, but they do have four games with two off nights, so you know if you need it, you can get some players on Seattle, all right? Now let's get to biz. Worst schedules uh, we're talking about here. Let's get into that now. We're talking about the New York Islanders. They got the worst schedule for Week 20. Uh, they're going from heroes to zeros. Um, they only play two games this week, and they're both on the heavy nights, so there is no need to hold on to these stallions that you picked up for Week 19, right? They, they had a great schedule for Week 19, and they got a terrible schedule for Week 20. So you can probably drop them, um, and I'm talking about like Anders Lee, you know, Kyle Palmieri, Ryan Pulock. Get, just get them out of your sight. And uh, Winnipeg also had an amazing schedule. You can probably drop, drop the Winnipeg streamers as well. You know, they have three games uh, all on heavy nights. Uh, it's not a terrible schedule, but I, I think you can probably drop some of those guys. There are nine teams with three games and zero off nights. I think it's going to be hard to get those streamer-level players um, in for games. So you should probably move off of them and grab some of uh, the teams that I mentioned, um, the off-night teams that I mentioned before. And those nine teams are... The St. Louis Blues, San Jose Sharks, Pittsburgh Penguins, Nashville Predators, Minnesota Wild, LA Kings, Calgary Flames, Buffalo Sabres, all right? Um, Yeah, Calgary, actually, they were a popular stream team last week, so I think you can probably safely drop those guys that you picked up there, even though they're playing well. I mean, I'm talking about Mikhail Backlund, Dylan Doobie, the Doobie brother, Um, you know, Andrew Eatbread, and then... uh, um, Mackie Weeks, you can get him out of your sight. Sorry, Mackie Weeks. Um, St. Louis does have a good playoff schedule, though. So keep an eye on your St. Louis streamers. And and, um, I'll explain what I mean, but I'm not saying hold on to them, but maybe drop some of the streamers from the other teams first, all right? And I'll get into that right now. So that's it. Those are best and worst schedules with all the streamers that you could possibly need for those teams for just week uh, week 20, okay? So now I want to talk about some strategy, and this is really important. I alluded to it yesterday on the pod, and I'm going to do it again today. We need to decide how we're going to approach strategy now that the playoffs are starting in a week or two or three, right? Most fantasy um, league playoffs start week 22, and they go until week 24. That's a very standard time to have your playoffs go on. I'm in a league where it goes 21 to 23. I'm also in another league that goes 23 to 25. So... It's really important to find out when your playoffs are, first of all, and then we need to decide how we're going to approach that. We shouldn't just look for maximizing games now at this point, right? That's, that works throughout the season, 
right? Because you're in the middle of the season. You're just going week to week, but we're coming up to the end of it here. So we need to start thinking ahead for the playoffs and start tinkering with our roster to make sure we have mostly players who have a good schedule come playoff time, right? Uh, My strategy most of the time anyway is to just make your team a little bit better with each pickup. So, you know, um, we need to start thinking about players that we're going to pick up and potentially leave on our roster for the playoffs. So check this out. The main thing to look at here is are you comfortably in the playoffs? Are you in the top half of the playoff teams, of the teams that make the playoffs? Um, also think about this. Could you potentially take a loss in a week? You know, like week 20. What if you lost week 20? What would that do for your team? Um, could you potentially take a loss in a week or two um, just to make sure that you have the players needed to win in the playoffs? Because there is absolutely nothing worse than crushing it all year only to find out that all of your best players have a crap schedule come playoff time, right? It's brutal, right? It doesn't make any sense. It's unfair, It's like, man, I did so much work all season and now, you know, my opponent has like 12 more games than I do over the, over the week. It's insane. So we need to think about this right now. Okay. This is the time to start tinkering and start making little moves that are going to set you up for your playoffs. All right. So hopefully you you were able to make some trades. Okay. If, uh, if needed prior to most leagues trade deadline, which was just the other day, I actually listened back to my show yesterday and I said the trade deadline passed. And obviously the trade deadline hasn't passed. That's March 3rd, the, the real trade deadline, but the trade deadline in Yahoo passed. That's what I was talking about, but I said it. I was like, what the trade deadline hasn't passed, you dingus? But uh, that's, um, you know, that's what happens when you ad-lib half your show. Okay, so if your trade deadline hasn't passed yet, um, think about moving off of players with bad schedules, okay? For players with a little lower value, but maybe who play more, all right? So... As an example, let's talk about like, I'm just, I'll always default to week 22 to 24 here, okay? And I've got, you know, the basically the worst teams from week 22 to 24 are the Vegas Golden Knights, the San Jose Sharks, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Philadelphia Flyers. These guys, so San Jose and Vegas only play nine games over those three weeks. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay only play 10 and they all have one off night. So nine or eight of their games are all on the heavy nights. So you might not be able to get players in there, right? So, you know, uh, this has been interesting. I've been having lots of conversations with people about, especially Tampa Bay players, like, what do I do with Kucherov, right? Do I, what do I do with Stamkos? What do I do with Hedman? What do I do with Braden Point? So all these, all these guys, right? Like, it's, it's a garbage schedule for them right? Not, you're obviously going to be playing those guys in there, right? But um, they also only play nine and 10 games. So just something to think about, right? You know, would you trade Kucherov for like a Tage Thompson just straight up? Because Buffalo has a sick schedule at that time, right? Would, would someone do that? You know, I, I don't know. Uh, that, that's, you know, if you have any questions about trades, just send them my way, get them in the discord, get them, get me on Twitter. And I'll, honestly, I'll just analyze, I'll personalize and, and try and get you the answers that you need. But those are the kind of things I'm thinking of, right? Like Vegas, for instance, like that's why, well, hold I'll get into that in a second, but even players like Eichel, like, can you move off Eichel and, and pick up someone, maybe a little lesser value on a team, you know, like Buffalo, Toronto, um, you know, Colorado obviously would, would be, would be ideal, right? Because Colorado has an amazing playoff schedule. Let's get into it here. I'm kind of yammering on, but Yeah, I just want to reiterate, per game value does not matter when the playoffs start, 
right? What matters most is time on ice, games played, and counting stats, right? It's just something to think about. So again, long story short, do you need to win out your weeks to make the playoffs? If so, then we, can, we, we can't really plan ahead to the playoffs because you aren't even there yet. You have to make the playoffs, right? And we can deal with it then. We need to play each week as it comes and maximize games if you're just trying to make the playoffs. So you need to figure out which are you, right? So figure that out. And I'm going to give you strategies for both. Let's start with just if you, if you just want to win week 20. I'm going to give you strategies how to do that, all right? If you need to win your week. That, the way we do that is we maximize games just like we've done all season. Let's get to biz. So uh, here's your strategy if you got one streamer spot. I'm just going to do that for now, all right? So one streamer spot. Here's something you can do. You pick up a Vegas player, all right, just like we talked about. And honestly, you could hold that player for the week if they're performing, right? That's one pickup for four games, all right? And I think that Vegas players could go quick here, so keep an eye on that. Um, That would be your long stream option. Here's another strategy that you can use if you want to be a bit more fluid, right? And most likely you will. So another strategy you could use is to pick up a player, um, for Monday um, from one of the Monday, Tuesday back-to-back teams. So, um, you know, I mentioned what those teams were, but I think Detroit or Chicago are preferable, right? And again, the players you're looking for there, Bertuzzi uh, and Perron for Chicago. um, I mean, Domi's been on fire. Seth Jones, if he's available, like, you know, and Patrick Kane might be traded soon anyway. So I think that's going to plummet Domi's value, but, but he's been on a heater. So I think you can pick up one of those players, for the Monday, Tuesday. Then, um, after Tuesday's game is over, you can grab a player from Arizona. Uh, and we talked about those players again, Schmaltz, Kraus, Hayton, Valimaki, uh, Gosses Bear. And then you leave them for Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. They're all off nights. That's two moves, and that gives you five games for one streamer spot, okay? So then you have two moves left to do some other things, right? Um, you know, and we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, Saturday is the day you really want to avoid streaming in uh, with 12 games going. So if you can fit someone in on Saturday, then we can do even more, all right? So if you fit someone in on Saturday, you could drop your Arizona player after Friday's game and then add a player from a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back team. And those, those teams that play Saturday-Sunday are Detroit, Tampa Bay, and Colorado. And you know the players that you can pick up there. So that is three moves equaling six games, leaving you with one move to maybe stream a goalie in on a back-to-back or add a must-add guy that someone dropped. Or if one of your players is injured, then you can fill that injury, right? Uh, And I do want to say, hit me up. Hit me up with questions. I will help you uh, with your streaming and and give you as as personalized information as I can, all right? I'll look at your roster and, and see what's going on. So that's how I would play the week if I needed to maximize my games and I'm only focused on winning week 20. Now, if I am thinking ahead to week 22, uh, 22 to 24, my fantasy playoffs or further, I think for week 20, I would focus on Colorado players. All right, and I said this yesterday, I'm saying it again today. Colorado has by far the best schedule from week 22 to 24. They play 11 games during the playoffs and eight of them are on off nights. So all your streamers will be able to get in there, no problem. And they have great streamers, as we said, right? JT Comfer, Sam Girard, um, you know, Lekin and Nichuskin, if those guys are available, right? And it's not going to hurt you for week 20, right? They play four games and have three off nights. So, so it's a great, 
kind of hybrid of what you need to do here. So Colorado is who I would focus on at that point. Arizona is the other team I would focus on getting players from for week 20. If you're thinking ahead, they have five games off, uh, sorry, five off nights in the playoffs and they have a great week 20 as well. Like we said, four games with three off nights. Um, remember those Arizona streamers we talked about. Um, another team I might look at uh, if I'm using this strategy and I'm thinking ahead for my playoffs, Buffalo, right? Uh, they're another team that has a great week, 22 and 24, and they have some decent streamers. We're talking Dylan Cousins, Casey Middlestad, um, you know, all the players I mentioned yesterday. And they only have three games uh, with no off nights this week. So that's not ideal for week 20. So that's what I mean about uh, talking about maximizing games or not maximizing games for week 20, but getting a jump on players for your playoffs. Um, and then just one of the last things I want to mention here is Detroit, uh, this five game week here, they do not have a great schedule during that time from week 22 to 24. So, um, don't sell the farm to get the players this week, right? That's just my two cents. You know, I'd rather go with Colorado, the Coyotes or Buffalo. And, um, I'm not really going to go into strategies for those teams because it's more about just acquiring those players at this point, right? So you're set for your week. Does that make sense? I, man, I'm yammering on, but I, um, I feel really strongly about this strategy. Like I've been tinkering for the last two weeks, right? Cause I've, I've been ahead in, in, a, in a lot of my leagues. Um, that's a low key brag right there, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm ahead in a lot of leagues except for one of them that I really care about, which I'm sixth, which sucks, but that's fine. Um, yeah. So I've been tinkering. I've made some trades. Like I picked up, um, like I'll, I'll just, for instance, I traded, um, Nikita Kucherov, I got Kevin Fiala and Mitch Marner for Nikita Kucherov. And he made the trade. What the? I mean, you know, this is a keeper league. So it, it you know, I, I can sort of understand where he was going with that. He's in the playoffs though, too. So it's kind of a, it's an interesting trade for him. I got Fiala and Marner and I flipped Kucherov to him. So that's an interesting trade, you know, and I got out sort of from underneath just that garbage schedule that, that Kucherov has, right? So anyways, that's an example of some of the things that you can do. Yeah, it's really important that we think about our playoffs coming up here. But I will do another playoff show. That, but this is good. This is kind of setting the table, right? I love talking about this stuff. Um, it's really important. I, I want you guys to win your leagues. You guys and gals and everything else, I want you to win your leagues. Um, yeah, it's really important to me, and I would love to hear how you're all doing. So... Anyways, let me know if you like this strategy, if you have any ideas on the strategy. Get your buns in the Discord. Hit me up on Twitter. It's at BlakeCreamerSE. Go check out sportsethos.com. And I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for staying with me this time, taking the time to listen to the streaming strategy show. I had a lot of fun doing it, and I think this is important stuff. If you think this is good, hit me up with a review. Please, let me know. Let me know what's going on. Um, you know, hit me up some five stars. That that's that's nice. Again, that just makes me feel all uh, fuzzy inside, and that's important. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Really appreciate you. I will talk to you soon. I'm recording that episode tomorrow night. We're gonna talk about some trades. It's gonna be a hoot. But until then, celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. necessary, 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 necessary.